Hi there, and welcome to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey. Uh, Scott Stewart is with us in the studio today to talk about probably one of the biggest threats to cotton production, thrips. Scott, what, what's on your mind today? Well, what's on my mind is thrips and cotton. And, you know, we're getting close to planting season. I suspect after after this week, once we get some dry weather, people will start putting some cotton seed in the ground. And, and like you mentioned, thrips is traditionally one of our top two or three pests in the state. And that's probably not going to change anytime in the near future. So, you know, we need to think about what we're doing at planting and how what we're doing at planting and when we plant affects when we have thrips and the risk to thrips causing significant yield loss. So let's talk about what the at planting options are for thrips control. Yeah, it's really pretty easy to talk about. We really only have what I consider two options. Uh, one is AgLogic 15G. It's the replacement for Timex, so it's the active ingredient aldicarb. It's a little bit pricey, uh, but we all have a lot of experience with Timic and AgLogic's exactly the same at providing long-term thrips control. Uh, if you use that product, uh, I don't think there's much likelihood you're going to have significant yield loss from thrips injury. You probably don't need to think about a foliar application for thrips injury because it does provide pretty good uh, extended control. Most people aren't going to go with that option. We've gotten used to the seed treatments. A lot of people can't even put out a granular and furrow insecticide. I think the people that are most interested in that option are people that might have nematodes. Of course, we're not a huge state for having nematode issues, but if you do have reniform nematode or a root knot nematode, uh, aldicarb is an excellent option because you get that protection there. Now, the other option is really an imidacloprid seed treatment, and there's different companies that offer different versions of it, but virtually every cotton seed that you're going to be asked to plant, if it has a seed treatment on, it's going to have imidacloprid at a very similar rate. And that's a good seed treatment for us. It's been pretty consistent. Now, there are some, uh, I guess you'd call them premium seed treatments that you can consider. For example, Aris has another active ingredient on it called biodicarb, which is really intended for nematode control uh, but it does provide some thrips control, and in my testing, it's been more consistent than just straight imidacloprid. Uh, abamectin, which is an Evicta Complete Cotton, or uh, Evicta Elite, uh, also does very similar. And some people might elect to put uh, orthine on the seed on top of imidacloprid. But really, the key thing is that you got to have imidacloprid as the base treatment. You know, years ago now, we developed resistance of tobacco thrips to thiamethoxam and and that's essentially been pulled from the market in the mid-south and southeast because it just doesn't provide adequate control. Now you also wanted to mention um, a new online tool that's been developed by North Carolina State I believe uh, that helps producers monitor the risk of thrips. Kind of explain how this works. It's a pretty cool tool and it was developed by North Carolina State. It came out of uh, George Kennedy's lab who's an entomologist there and it's a very simple model. You go and you can google for thrips infestation predictor for cotton and uh, I won't give you the website but you can find it pretty easily and essentially what you do is you put in your planning date and it gives you a few simple options, like do you want to try a couple planting dates before and a couple planting dates after. You also select the location. There's a map where you just drop a pin uh, so you can zoom right in on your farm. And you hit the button submit, and it's going to essentially give you a heat map of where your greatest risk of thrips are based on your planting date. And so the map goes from essentially green 
to very low risk, yellow, moderate risk, and red is your highest risk uh, based on your planning date. And it seems pretty accurate in my experience. I've been trying to validate it in my trials. In fact, I use it when I'm, I'm putting out THRIPS insecticide trials to try to get better data. I'll try to use that tool to figure out what the planning, best planning date is. Uh, things are kind of looking good this year. Actually, uh, very similar to last year that if we can manage to get our cotton planted early, the model currently is predicting that THRIPS are going to come on late. And you can kind of get out in front of them and outrun them. Uh, if you don't get thrips until you have three or four leaf cotton, you don't have a serious problem. And that's exactly what happened last year. But you do need to run the model because things can change on it. It's based on local temperature. It's also based on local rainfall conditions. So, uh, of course, warm weather favors earlier thrips, but rainfall has the opposite effect. So if you have a real rainy season, it tends to hold them back. But I'd encourage anybody to do that. Uh, now, the intent of the model is not to say, well, I don't need a C treatment or I don't need egg logic. The intent of the model is to determine whether or not you need that foliar application that we often recommend at the first or second true leaf. I think with this model, we can start making some real good sound decisions about whether we need to uh, include an insecticide when we're going over the field with herbicides at that one or two leaf stage or not. And of course, that's a money savings, but it also can help in preventing other pest problems like flaring aphids or spider mites. Well, sounds like a very useful um, tool to use, and we'll we'll post that website up so people can can find that also there on the UT Crops News blog. What else? What else is going on with Thrips? I think you said there was another product that's been approved to tank mix with Ingenia. Yeah, actually, there's been a number of, of insecticides added to the approved tank mix. Uh, partners for Extendamax and Ingenia. Uh, I guess the good news is there's quite a few acephate products that are out there. So acephate 90, acephate 97, orthene 97, and, and some other ones. And that's our kind of been our go-to product for treating tobacco thrips. So that, that makes things a little simpler. Those products had not been included on the list before, which meant you were supposed to make a separate trip rather than including things with herbicides. Uh, there are also a number of imidacloprid products that have been added to both of those lists, which helps a little bit for early season plant bug management. Uh, it's still a pretty limited list. Uh, there's a lot of pyrethroids on them, and they, they don't have a lot of utility for us early season, so that doesn't excite me so much. But again, these are things you can find very easily. You can just Google Extendamax Tank Mix Partners or Ingenia Tank Mix Partners, and there's the official list online to, to go and see what's approved. And i got to be honest, there was a, some products up there I'd never heard of. I had to get on Agri and, and Google what they were and what the active ingredients were because some of these things are, you know, private, I don't want to call them small company products, generic type products, but it does give us some options we didn't have before. Lots of good info. Anything else you wanted to add? I hope everybody has a good planting season and you know whether so much after planting determines everything. You know, as a rule of thumb, if you plant your cotton and it's out of the ground in the week, you know, you're you're off to a very good start and very often it can outgrow thrips. You know, the year the years we really have problem with, with thrips and seedling cotton are those years where it takes ten or twelve days for that 
uh, cotton to come up to a good stand. And by that time, a lot of your insecticide seed treatment's virtually gone. You just don't have much. And, and those are the years you often, often need that foliar application. So a lot of this is common sense. You know, if you have great growing conditions, even if you get thrips injury, the, the cotton can forge through it. If you have uh, conditions where it's struggling to get out of the ground, it's cool, the cotton's not growing, uh, those are the times where you really need to be most aware. Well, thank you so much for visiting with us today, and thank you to all of you out there for listening to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey, and we'll talk next week.